I mean, I think at this point, we're, we're losing on... Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is a check-in, and I think we're going to discuss the, the Goodreads, Goodreads Choice Awards. They were released. Yeah, the... <laughs> the winners. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Oh my god. You got it. You can figure this one out. Uh, yeah, the winners were finally announced. Um, I think we did an episode probably a few weeks ago when the nominees were first released. I don't think we talked about the final round, which I do have a bone to pick. True Biz did not make it to the final round for the fiction. Boo! Yeah. I really liked True Biz. Yeah. So they were the only ones I think I voted for because it was the only one I had read on the list. Yeah. So I was like a little disappointed that that one didn't make it to the final round. But um, So the winner of fiction was Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow. By Gabrielle Zevin, and Gabrielle Zevin is the author that wrote the storied life of A.J. Fickery. And Young Jane. Young. And Young Jane, which is what you recommended Yes, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, so, I think this is about three friends that, like, build a game together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of goes through their whole, like, from childhood to adulthood. Um, it says, at the very end, it says, yes, it is a love story, but it is not one you have read before. I love the cover of it. Yes, it's a pretty cover. Yeah. And, like you said, you've read... I liked Young Jane Young a lot. And I liked A.J. Fickery, so... So definitely give this one a try. Yeah. Um, and some other notables, um, Remarkably Bright Creatures got fourth place. Third place was The Winners, which is that bear town number three. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were a few of the others that got the fiction. All right. Mystery and Thriller. I don't agree with this one. I think this was oh, a Oh, yeah. Ter- you read this. Yes. It was The Maid by Nita Prose. Um, second place was Paris Apartment, and fourth place was A Flicker in the Dark, which were all three books that I've read. I think and then it, fifth was The oh Book yeah, of Cold Cases. That you read. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose between the three that I read, I would have chosen A Flicker in the Dark, which I think I voted for. So I was a little disappointed that The Maid won. God damn it. Keep switching out of it. <laughs> um, and then the the bullet that missed, which is that Thursday Murder Club. I've heard really good things about that series. I think that's the third one in the series, though. And the first one is um, just called. Oh, Thursday. you know who's you know who's on here too. Who? Things We Do in the Dark by Jennifer Hillier. Is she the one who wrote A Jar of Hearts that we read? Oh, yeah, for a book club. Yeah. Yep. And I've actually heard good things about um, the Things We Do in the Dark. I love that cover, too. She was so she was so nice. Remember she saw our discussion on Twitter yeah. and she sent us the little, like, 
can't remember what they're called, like the book stickers. Yeah, that you can put like in the inside of the book. Yeah. Yeah, no, she was really nice. It was so crazy because like we, when we did our book club, we'd always do our book club discussion on Twitter. And mm-hmm. we had her, and then we had Robert Dugani. Yes. When we read, he joined his, in as well. Yeah, when we read My Sister's Grave. And it was before his series became a series. And I think. We, do you remember being like, hey, yes. we want to find out what happened to this person? You sure yes. had a second book? Yes. And I think Not that like, like we inspired it, but like, like he probably was already writing one. Yeah, he was like, I got you. But like, he's on book number nine of this series. Good God. Yeah, and. I think I've read, like, four or five of them. They're really good. But I just love that, like, we were, like, and we can also, like, cast the movie. <laughs> I think we, like, yes, told him. we did volunteer to cast the movie. Yeah, so that was super fun, too. So we thought that was really nice when the authors joined in. I was like, oh, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, next is historical fiction, and that is Carrie Soto's Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And when I saw this, I got very confused because I just saw historical and ignored the fiction. And I was like, Carrie Soto is real? She's real. <laughs> and I was Look, like, if Daisy Jones is real, she's real. Look, I had to Google her, okay? <laughs> I, when my mom got me the book, I'm not even playing, I was on Wikipedia being like, this band is real. And my mom was like, it's a fiction. I put it, I put it in incognito mode and then Googled so nobody would see it in my history. <laughs> Like, I was just so confused. I was like, I don't know. I Like, this sounds like a real band. She's like, it's not. And I was like, no, I think it is. It sounds fake, but all right, Mom. <laughs> but this says, um, this is her third year in a row winning the historical fiction category. Because last year she won with Malibu Rising and the year before, in 2019. So I guess not in a row, but it's her third year winning. In 2019, she won with uh, Daisy Jones. Nice. I'm not surprised that she gets a lot of votes because she is a very popular author too Mm -hmm. so i'm not surprised that that one won um i have lessons in chemistry on hold at the library so i really want to read that one um another shout out is isabella yande for violetta um obviously we love daughter of fortune yes so she got some votes and I did not know Outlander was still coming out with books, so they're on this list. I'll refrain from speaking about Outlander. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, those are all the ones that stick out to me. Um, I do want to read Carrie Soto's back, but I still have to read Malibu Rising as well. <gasps> oh no, where did you go? List. And then I have all the ones that are, like, not as well known by her. That were like a dollar ninety nine and stuff on Kindle that I bought. All right, are we ready for fantasy? Are you frozen? Hello. Okay, I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, I was talking, and you were looking down, and then I was like, why isn't you responding to anything I said? And My then I was whole like, Skype just shut down. Oh. And then you you're going to hear me on the audio go, oh, no! <laughs> I was like, oh, son of a... I was like, god dang it. Because I, I, I was like, she's not lifting her head. <sighs> I was like, I think she's frozen. I was like going into a huge, like, 
What was the last thing you heard me talk about with historical fiction? Did I? Did you hear me talk about Isabel Allende? Yes. Okay. Let me get the recording back started. Let me see what was. Oh, that's okay. not my thing. Um. Oh, Outlander. <laughs> like Outlander's still going on. Okay. I think that was the last thing I said. I think so. Anyways, okay. after that rude interruption. <laughs> okay. On to fantasy. Yes. Okay. Um, so the winner is House of Sky and Breath, which is by Sarah J. Mass, and it's, I guess, part of a Crescent series. It's number two. I've heard a lot of things about Sarah J. Mass. She, she has wrote... a lot of series going on. Yeah, she wrote the one that I was like, oh, everybody says I should read this, and then everybody's like, the sex scenes are amazing! And I was like, oh! No. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't believe Babel lost. What a... Okay, so I have a theory of why it lost. Because a bunch of book talks peoples? Well, also... Well, it hasn't been out that long. That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't think enough people have read it yet. Because to already have 62,000 votes, but there's only 29,000 ratings, I feel like people just voted for it and maybe haven't read it yet. Because I do think if it came out earlier in the year, I do think it could have won. Yeah. Uh, Sarah J. Moss wrote, or yeah, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh, That's yeah. One I was trying to think of. Yeah. Um, Fairy Tale by Stephen King came in third. And then The Atlas Six by Alivi Blake. Um, mm. I've never heard of that book. I feel like I've heard about it. But that one came in. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that real quick. Also, it's not late at night, so we should have it together. Yeah. Also, Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. Um, I've seen this cover everywhere. I've heard people talking about it. And what they say is that it's just like a cute, like, feel-good book. Like, there's no, like, crazy, like, plots or, like, anything like that. Um... So, yeah. Nice. But I thought that one had a cute cover. All right. Next uh-huh. up is The Romance. And, no surprise here, Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Um, and then Colleen Hoover took second and third. Yeah, I think I voted for Reminders of Him because I read that this year. I don't think I realized it was a... um a new release when I read it. Hmm. Um, yeah. But again, no surprise. That was my point. That was my point. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. <laughs> um, Emily Hoover's, I mean, Emily, I'm just going to put them together as one author, Emily Hoover over here. Uh, Emily Henry, I read Beach Read by her this year. And I was actually disappointed in it. So, hmm. But we'll see. I have read none of her books. Yeah. Um, Only with Colleen Hoover. Again, I think if you should read one, I think it should be Verity. Well, can I tell you, I've read the Wikipedia for Verity, so I already know how it ends. (laughs) But there's an additional.
additional chapter in that new edition, unless you know that too. I read that one. <laughs> Why are you Listen, that only? You only God can judge me. <laughs> you say only God can judge you? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> I'm judging you right now. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, then don't read it. <laughs> don't read it. Don't, don't read it. Fine. I want to reread it because it has that additional chapter. Do you know what? Um, this is completely off topic. Yeah. What I forgot to do. What? It's December, and I was gonna do our like nice little Christmassy intros, some oh, music no. transition music, and I forgot. Oh. I'll do it today. Okay. I'll do it for this one. It's fine. Yeah, we can do it for the rest of December. Um, another book on here, Hook, Line, and Sinker by Tessa Bailey. I didn't realize it was part of a series. It's the Bellinger Sisters series, but it happened one summer. It's book one, and when I had to, like, scramble and pick out some audiobooks before my credits expired. <laughs> that was that was one of them that I grabbed. So maybe nice. I'll do Hook, Line, and Sinker too. I haven't listened to it yet, but you know I'm going to need 12 of them before September again, so. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the romance. Again, Lindsay and I are not into... Not big romance person. Yeah. But they're super popular right now. Alright. Science fiction sea of tranquility by emily st john mandel who wrote station 11 yes which you were not a fan of correct i was not i felt like it was missing a lot of things for me but you know yeah it is what it does i just think no sorry go ahead well, I was just—I just think it's funny. Like we read it before COVID, and I was like, "Oh my god, this would never happen." And the world Sorry. was like, "Hold my beer." Hold my beer. <laughs> well, I'll show you. It's like I read The Stand in 2015. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, that must be crazy." <laughs> oh my god! A pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I—I I do want to watch the show, but I just—you know—me and TV. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> yes. Um, the Daughter of Dr. Moreau is second. That's by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, who wrote oh. Mexican Gothic. Yes. And that one was that was one I wanted to to read. But it had like 800,000 million people in line for it. So I was like, well, maybe she, next year. She truly does have some of the prettiest covers up for her books. Oh, absolutely. I still think like Mexican Gothic's really pretty. This one's really pretty. But Velvet... Velvet Was the Night is my favorite one because it's all like browns and tans and it's the girl with the big sunglasses like smoking a cigarette. I don't know. I think it's so it's just like a cool cover. Oh, I did not know that she wrote Gods of Jaden's Shadow. Yes. I've seen that cover everywhere. Oh yeah, Velvet Was the Night. Isn't that a nice cover? Oh, that is That's like beautiful. nice. Oh yeah. And then you bought us the beautiful ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did you see... With the, um, sorry, I forgot what the book was called. Mexican Gothic. I used that yesterday as like our post for like Christmas dresses. Yeah, I was at a, a Christmas party and I was scrolling through and I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I went 
to my mom's like work Christmas party yesterday, and I was like, this would be the perfect time to do that. Because like last year, I think I did the um, the one for Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo because that dress is also stunning. But yeah, yeah, she does have some pretty covers. Do all of her books kind of have like a, a similar theme? Do you know or like? Because I know like. Mexican Gothic was like about a haunted mushroom. <laughs> Sorry, it's like somehow that was so accurate but so wrong at the same so, time. I tried. Well, I remember when uh, Kelly Ripa and her husband announced that they were going to adapt it, and mm. every single person who had read it was like, "They're leaving out the fungus, right? Like, there's no way they <laughs> could put that in a in a show." That's so funny. Um. What else have you read by her? Does it? Oh, okay. So then you can't answer. That I, there's like, either. like I want to read the rest of her books. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Especially Gods of Jade and Shadow, but um, yeah. just haven't. Yeah. Got yeah. around to it. Um. And the other one that I've heard of, obviously, so we have Upgrade by Blake Crouch, and we read. Yeah, no. what was that? No, you read Wayward Pines. Yes, Wayward Pines. Yes. Um, and then I watched, like, the first season of the show, which I really liked. Um, and then this cover, the How High We Go in the Dark, um, I just have seen that cover everywhere. So that was another, that seems like another really popular one. But yeah. Okay, on to your favorite horror. <laughs> Over here. Um, winner, winner, chicken dinner, hidden pictures over here. I have not read any of these. I read hidden but, pictures. But that's right, you did. But I have, I, like, I saved the list to look into. Yeah. Yeah, because there's this, another Stephen King one on here. And that's the final in, the tr- like, a trilogy. Oh, okay. It's a trilogy, yeah. It's like Wendy's button box or something like that. I haven't read it yet. Ooh, I don't like that cover of just like Mother. Absolutely not. Well, that was one I marked as too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I don't like the cover. <laughs> it's a little creepy. No, that the cover is yeah. No dolls are oof, no thanks. I also marked Small Angels as to read. Okay. Oh, I kind of like that cover. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, this is definitely for you. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, I read it in pictures. I liked it. It wasn't like super, super scary. It's very interesting. The little, the storyline, how the storyline went at the end, I was like, didn't see that coming. Um, wouldn't have, like. That was me with Mexican Gothic when I was like, oh, there's, as you, as you called it, a magic mushroom. <laughs> a haunted mushroom. <laughs> yeah, a haunted mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't even think, like, that storyline, like, even came into my mind as, like, where this was going. Alright, let's see if there's anything in humor. Uh, I just looked, and for me, it's no. I haven't seen, I haven't even heard of some of these. But I do know, um, the top one, The Office BFFs, like, I used to listen to that podcast, because I Mm -hmm. love The Office and have seen it at least, like, 50 times, probably. Yeah. And 
Are they're um, the two that do the podcast, right? Yes, it's the actresses who played Pam and Angela, who like on the show, like they're kind of conflicting characters. Okay. Like they don't really get along, but they're like best friends in real life. <laughs> like they be, like they met on the set and became uh, best friends. I love that with co-stars. Like one of my favorite yeah. um, set of best friends is the two that were in Scrubs. Oh yeah, um, Zach Braff and. Donald Faison. Thank Faison. you. I was going to say He was in Clueless. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one that I like, so the comedian Angela Johnson, she, she's the oh, one, yeah, she's that, the one that, that did the nails. Yeah. What have you like we do for you? Yeah. Um, you know her boyfriend? She, yeah, she has a book on here. And she's hilarious. Um, and then Judd Apatow also has a book on here. But he was like last or second to last. Yeah. Um. All right, nonfiction. Here we go. <sighs> also, I have not read any of these, but there's some on here that look very interesting. Um, yeah. I'm actually. Well, you did you read Unmasked? I'm currently reading it. Currently it's reading it. It's current. It's going to be returned at seven twenty today, um, so I probably won't have it finished. But I don't think the wait is very long because I, I just assumed I was going to be able to renew it because when I looked it up, it was automatic download. There was no wait. I was like, perfect. And then it was like, hey, your book's going to expire. And I went to like go renew it. And it was like, it's on hold. I was like, what? No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm just not too far into it. I'm about 30% in, maybe. Um. But I don't think I've heard of anything else on this list. No, the one that's second to last, A Taste for Poison, 11 Deadly Molecules, and the Killers Who Use Them. Like, that That could be good. Yeah. Could be interesting. Yeah, and then the winner was Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connection and the Language of Human Experience. So, that was the winner. All right. Memoir and autobiography. I think it's no surprise. I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. By a landslide. By a landslide. Over 200,000 votes. Second place was 40,000 votes. Yeah, and that was Alan Rickman's diaries. Yes. He he talked about, what was it? He was just like, like, Emma Watson sucks. (laughs) He talked about like how the child actors were not good. And then he said, said, said something to the effect of like, Daniel Radcliffe should stop acting, but further context was he would be a very good director. Like he should go into directing. <laughs> but a bunch of people criticized him. Like he's he's dead, and you're releasing like his private thoughts. And they were like, no, it was in his will to release them. Like he had always planned to release them. That's so funny. Yeah, um, that came in second place. Um, again, like the Matthew Perry one. That one had just come out. Like, that's a fairly new book. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Viola Davis had a book that got... No, came third. Yeah, hers came in third. Um, Selma Blair's on here, too, with her. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, but again, no surprise that I'm Glad My Mom Died was... But, like, I, I'm not, I would not be surprised. I would have to go back and look at the other winners like did they get as many votes as 
her. Like, Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow got, like, 90,000 votes. Mystery and Thriller, 78,000 votes. Like, over 200,000 votes for her. That book was... I mean, go back and listen to that episode. We we go into deep detail about that. All right. History and biography. What do we got? Bad gays, a homosexual history. I like the cover. It looks like, like reading the synopsis, again, I'm not, I don't do a lot of, like, historical or biographies. Yeah. Um... Actually, that one sounds like it could be pretty good. But um, this one is just, it's based on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, Tiffany, we are we could we could do this. We could turn Reading with Celebrities into a book. Oh, dear. It's like, we could call it, like, Read the Reading with Celebrities. How, we'll work do, on it. We'll, how to start we'll, a podcast. <laughs> we'll workshop the title. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like, instead of focusing on LGBTQ, like, heroes and people that you hold up, it's basically, it's just, like, the... The baddies, the villains. <laughs> I actually love that. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, and then second place was His name is George Floyd, one's man life, One Man's Life in the Struggle for Racial Justice. And that was a close mm-hmm. one. Bad Gays got 22,711, and George uh, Floyd got 22,265. So there's yeah. like less than 500 votes separating. Mm-hmm question there's one called anna the biography that's anna wintour okay she was the one that um meryl streep's character in double wears prada was based off of okay good to know all right um any what other categories do we have probably nothing we have oh well the next one's graphic novels oh yeah comics Heartstopper, Volume 4. Not surprised. That one is... Heartstopper is one I've, of the most popular... I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, one of the most popular graphic novels out there. Similar to uh, Memoirs, this one got 138,000 votes, and the next one got 51,000, so... Yeah, that series... Again, I'm, I don't read graphic novels, not that I don't want to, but for someone that doesn't, I've heard a lot about I think it's going to become a TV show or a movie. So. I have read. I've read some of Saga. Um, where, where'd she go? Oddball, Sarah Scribbles. Her little comics pop up all the time and they crack me up. I've heard about Saga, so I'm surprised that it's further down the list. Well, it's the 10th volume. Oh. So, um, like I read... I don't know, like the first two, they were, they, I really liked them, they were good. I'm surprised that hasn't been, I mean, maybe it has been turned into a series yeah. or something like that, but I'm surprised it hasn't. But. Um, I'm, do we care about the poetry? <sighs> Call Us What We Carry by Amanda Gorman. She's the one that did the mm-hmm. uh, poem at the inauguration. Yep. Um. That's really it. I'm not a big poetry person. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything on this list. Debut novel. Here we go. Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Yes, I, I like that choice. Um, some other standouts. 
Again, the maid, remarkably bright creatures, a flicker in the dark. Um, a lot of the ones we've already seen yeah. in the past. The Hacienda was number two, I think, for the horror. Um, How High We Go in the Dark, I think, was fantasy. Um, so, yeah, quite a few. Daughter of the Moon Goddess has a pretty cover. You know which one I still, like, the uh, the girl who fell into the sea? I don't know who the author is. That cover, that cover's gorgeous. I don't know what that'll be. The girl, that's why I should spell the correctly. And I mean, is it necessary? <laughs> who fell? Yeah. Beneath the sea, that one? Yes. I couldn't remember. Oh. The... Isn't that pretty? That's really pretty. That's really pretty. Oh, that's a new book. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so new when I saw it that it wasn't available at the library at all. Oh. Like, like they did not have it. Not that there was, like, a ton of people, but... All right. And then... The... I mean, young adult, I think... I read a few young adults, but the... I think I saw oh, the... one of these. The inheritance games I've heard of, and so the the third book of it, the final gambit, one, and I again I've heard of the inheritance games. So. Well, the weight of blood by Tiffany D. Jackson, I keep seeing on like, despite it being young adult, on best horror release this year. Yeah. And it's, it looks like it's kind of a take on Carrie, because the premise is, uh, when questioned about what happened on prom night, they all have the same explanation. Maddie did it. So. Um, another notable one, I Kissed Shara Wheeler. The only reason it's notable, it's by Casey McQuestion, who also wrote Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, is that on your list? I don't have it on my list yet. I don't even know what this one's about. It sounds like it could be the lesbian version. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that one came in third, it looks like. Oh, yes. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and I think um, some of these, the covers stick out to me. I just don't know much about them. Well, if we move on to young adult fantasy... Here we go, here we go. Let's do we it. We came in too early because... Uh, one, two, three, four... Fifth place is the girl who fell beneath the sea. <laughs> so. Um, but first is Gallant. By, by e. e. Schwab. Who also wrote... Why'd I just go blank? The, yes, I the know. Life, the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. That's it. I was like, ugh! <laughs> She has quite a few books. She has quite a few. So, again, not surprised because she's a pretty popular author. And I have not heard of any of these other ones. So. Oh, Brandon Sanderson. He has a you know, Does he? series. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I hear my mom yelling at the cat to get out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I should send you the picture of one of my cats in the Christmas tree. 
It's lovely. Please do. You can huh. make that. Put a book next to it, Kat. Yeah, make it. <laughs> can you get a book miss? I'll try to do it. I'll try, I'll try to do it. Um, yeah, that's the only... The V.E. Schwab and the Brandon Sanderson um, are the two authors I've heard of. And then um, The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea I just found out about today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Prematurely brought it up. Yeah. And then I think middle grade... I didn't grade know it was nominated. Children. Yeah. Yes. I Am Quiet, A Story for the Introvert and All of Us by Andy Powers. Illustrated by Betsy Peterson. Yeah. So it just sounds like it's for if you've got like a shy kid. Aww. That'd be a good read for them. I love that. And then they've got, there's some, there's some little cute ones on here. And there's one called The Elephant Girl. It might be about me. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's by James Patterson. <laughs> so yes, it's you. <laughs> well, so that's the the Goodreads. Speaking of middle grade and children's books, yeah, um, I read a lot of Diana Wynn Jones when I was like end of elementary into middle school. Mm-hmm. She's a bunch of like good way to introduce fantasy to younger readers. Oh, okay. All that loved them. I read the the Crestomancy series that she did. But I never read the Howl's Moving Castle series. But Howl's Moving Castle is, like, a very popular, very good film. Like, it's animated. It was done by, um... Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Japanese, like, animator, director, all that. Um, And so we were watching it the other day. And I was like, you know what? I should go ahead and read this book. Because it's got great reviews. It'll be a little nostalgic for me. Yeah. It was available at the library. So I downloaded it, and then of course, like, um, like Final Girls and My Best Friend's Exorcism, like all the books I had on hold were like, hey, do you want to read these? So I had to like yeah. punt them, except for Final Girls, I did download that one. Um, and I go to open it up on my Kindle, the first thing that pops up, I should find the screenshot, I don't know, yeah, the screenshot of it, but it was basically like, hey, here's a, a handy guide for younger readers to find out what different words mean. Like, you press on a word, it'll <laughs> pop up the thing. It is specific. It wasn't like, hey, you got a dictionary update. No. Yeah. Word-wise, want help with challenging words? And the words, the word they use as an example was privileged. And I was like, oh, I'm reading a children's book. <laughs> oh, I love that. Because but you... it's, it's cute. I yeah. like, you know, like I said, it's bringing back a lot of uh, memories, so. Yeah. You know what I love is, like, when little kids start to, like, know what these words mean. Like, I was FaceTiming my cousin one day, and her daughter Charlotte was, like, listening in. I was like, yeah, like, we did that earlier. And Charlotte's like, what does earlier mean? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, y'all don't know that the context of that word yet. And I just yeah. love when they ask that. They're like, what does earlier mean? And I was like, huh. Like, at some point, you just figured that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so cute. I was like, I love that. Same thing with emotions. When you realize, like, oh, they don't know how to put into words that they're scared or they're mad. And, like, you have to identify that emotion for them, for them yeah. to understand. Yeah. No, yeah, I just, I love that. Um, but speaking of, you made me, you reminded me. So we're two weeks from Christmas. Gross. Which means we're pretty much done with December, but Lindsay and I are pretty much doing 
a buddy-ish type read for oh yeah um the final girl support group is that what it's called yes or the last it's final girl yeah i don't know i don't have brain cells it's december final girl support group by great hendrix yeah who also wrote um horror store which is about a haunted ikea (laughs) yeah and you know what else he wrote that i don't think we talked about but was really popular too was the Southern Book Club Guides to Slaying Vampires. Oh my god, let me tell you. Okay, so when I was looking for a book to read, because I wasn't feeling the Dictionary of Lost Words yet. Like, I started it, it's fine, but I was just like, I don't want to read this right now. Um, like, I might return it and then get it at a yeah. different time. Um, I went on Goodreads just because I was like, am I going to like this one? Was it mostly positive reviews? There was a one-star review from this woman who was like, this is the most sexist book I've ever read. And I was like, I find that hard to believe. Um, Because I've read some bad sexist books before. Yeah. Um, uh, Plays into stereotypes. It's set in like the 80s and 90s, down in like Savannah and Charleston. And made the point of being like, black people are just used for props. Like they're only grocery store clerks or servers. They're not well-rounded and I wanted to be like, this woman has no idea what was going on in the 80s and 90s yeah. in those cities because that was par for the course there. Like, my mom and dad got married in Charleston and all the servers at their reception were black. Yeah. And when my aunt and uncle got married, I think they got married Savannah somewhere in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And one of his groomsmen who they like met at West Point was in his wedding party and they had to like fight with the venue to allow him to go. Like, I don't think this woman, like she's, she's so like in the now and progressive thinking that she couldn't put herself in that situation. Like in that time period where like, that was, I think it's hard for people to comprehend that racism still is a thing. Still is a thing. And like, and it's a still a big thing. Like like, even in the eighties and nineties, like, yeah. And so like, and some of her things where she was like, Oh, all of the... And I was like, I think she missed the fact that this is, like, his niche. Grady Hendrix, the author. Like, it's clear that his his writing style and his mm-hmm. books, they're, like, horror comedy parodies. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's what he's doing. Like, that's his whole thing. That's how it's subversive and goes mm-hmm. against these stereotypes is by pointing them out. And so this woman was just... And then, of course, a bunch of people were like, oh, well, now you're making me second guess reading oh. it. And finally, somebody in the comments was like, I think you missed the point of this book. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think you caught on to some subtleties. And I was like, mm. And that's for the Southern one? The Southern book? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That one's been on my list for a while. And again, I don't think I realized how many books that he's written that we've talked about. Like like you said, the Southern guy, the book club guides to mm-hmm. slaying vampires, the final girl support group, which we're going to read, my best friend's exorcism, which you've talked about now numerous times because that's on your list the mm-hmm. horror i should store. have it soon i should have it yeah. in about a week and then horror store which you said you really really liked which is you said like basically a haunted ikea right it was weird and it was funny <laughs> like yeah so it does seem to see like like you said like that comedy like there's one that's called how to sell a haunted house <laughs> like so like i def- think horror is starting to come a long way of people realizing that it can 
it can tell an artful story without just being this like prose fiction you know like it can be done in a way that what sells a message without Mm -hmm. you know so yeah so i'm excited for that book um once it became available, I was like, I'm going to go get it. And then you said yours was available. I was like, oh, that is a perfect time to do like a... Perfect timing. To do like a buddy read that's like non-Reese book club. Yes. <laughs> so. At the same time, too. It's not like I finished Seven yeah. Husbands and, and two you... months later I'm like, hey, I finished Seven Husbands. Yeah. Or like, what was that one that we read? You know what I keep forgetting that we read like at the very beginning of the year? Confessions? Well, I obviously... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Confessions? Confessions, yeah. Yeah. It's like I also forgot. Yeah. There I read so many books so far this year and I'm not even gonna meet my goal that I look back at my, my list and I'm like, What? What? No, yeah. I had to have read that last like No, it feels weird that like the first two books that I read for the year were like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and The Vanishing Half. Yeah. Like that feels like so long ago. I think I can beat my goal. I'm at thirty three of thirty six books. Two of them I should be able to finish, um, like, whenever, whatever. Okay, Shakira. <laughs> um, What'd I do? Huh? Why'd you call me Shakira? No, I said whenever, wherever. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was like, I just took a sip of my drink. <laughs> Jay challenged me, Jay challenged me to name off all the Shakira songs I know, and I was like, you don't even want to do this. I'm like, bet, let's go. Um, remember when you did her karaoke in Japan? Yeah, that was exhausting. Like, I did, I had to step up my cardio after that. That was exhausting. But then I also realized the other day, I was like, my Shakira voice is the same as my Cher voice is the same as my Celine Dion voice. But not the same as my Nicki Minaj voice. Absolutely. It better not be. (laughs) No. Um, yeah. And then I think I can read, depending on how we throw our schedule, but the... Um, Library of Lost Words. Dictionary of Lost Words. That's what I said. (laughs) The Dictionary of Lost Words. Like, if we decide to do it, um, I'll try to squeeze that in before the end of the year as well. So I think I have, like, four books, potentially five, that I want to read in the next two weeks. Oh, okay. Good luck. I would like to to get to 50. I can cut those last two, so I need five books. And I've got two weeks, three weeks left. I have five books, too. Okay. Right now, I got Dictionary of Lost Words, okay, Howl's Moving Castle. I don't think I finished my thought on Diana Wynne-Jones. But anyways, oh, okay. I got, like, Howl's Moving Castle. So okay. I'm working through that. That one's pretty short. Yeah. And then uh, Final Girl Support Group. I have okay. a feeling My Best Friend's Exorcism will be next. And then I think that just leaves one more that I hope will be available soon. I could just pop one off my bookshelf. I was about to say, grab it. I also want to look back, like, when we go through our stats for the year, I do want to look back at, um, like, how many library books and ebooks I read to see, like, because I feel like I've, I've gotten a lot this year, ebooks and library books, like, use those resources a, a lot, mm-hmm. which I think everybody should. It's literally free books. <laughs> it's the oh, possibly bone, yeah, possibly bones and all. Because that oh, one's yeah. still in first, so. Yeah, so mine that I'm hoping to finish my five are, and then there were none by Agatha Christie, 
um, unmasked by Paul Holes, and that's if I can get it back before, like, once. I've already put it on hold, so I'm hoping, like, as soon as it takes it away, I get it right back. Um, the Dictionary of Lost Words, the Final Girls Report Group, and then my mom, the book that, my stocking book last year from my mom, um, that she got me, let me see if I can, um, was How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram Kendi. Oh, I've heard that one. Yeah. So, I, our goal is to try to read the book before the end of the year, so, um, okay. I'm hoping I can get that one in as well. And it's a pretty short book. So those are my five that I'm hoping, and if I can get those, then I've made my goal, and then... Nice. I will well, we'll, re- well, I don't need seven books to meet my goal, but, but so that's why I'm just pushing for five. But 50 is a really good goal, though. Yeah. Like, that you killed it. So, like, that's, that's I think that I think that ties me for my most. That's so really think good. 2015 to 2016, like the 2015 year I read... I read 50. That was actually the year I read Horror Store. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> I remember yeah. it was like, it was like New Year's Eve and I remember sitting on my parents' couch like, well, I wasn't reading, it wasn't a book, I was scrolling through my Kindle, <laughs> but yeah, like reading um, it and laughing and my dad being like, what are you laughing at? I was like, there's a chair with teeth. He's <laughs> like, what are you reading? I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> what are you reading? Yeah, I think this year for sure, I think I've exceeded my goal as well. Like, I used to not keep track of the books I read, but I, I know for a fact I've never read this many, so. Well, the stupid Goodreads, like, year in review thing always gets me, because I want to know how many pages. Yeah. So. so. I'm excited. I wish they would do one separately, like, you can mark audiobooks so they would track time spent yeah. listening versus... I will say, that is one thing I'm not doing on Goodreads, is marking the audiobooks I've read. Because I do think that is, like you said, a little bit different. But yeah. But. Cool. Okay. Anything else? Not for me. Um, again, we are continuing to do Bookmas, the 25 Days of Bookmas on Instagram. So please go over there at Reading with Celebs, um, Twitter Reading W Celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, all of those fun things. And we'll see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.